good evening, 8.15 on a Thursday night. Now I'm starting over again because I'm getting phone calls from people that are unknown. So I apologize for that. So yesterday I saw a movie that touched my heart. It was more of a series. It's like a five-part series. It was all about a woman that was dying. She had some kind of a condition. And she wanted to pay someone to keep her company. Because I guess when you're lonely, you don't want to go through that. Especially if you're single, you don't want to go through that type of illness. I can relate to that. The only difference is in my situation, I was involved with someone that didn't care. That didn't care whether I lived or died. That's basically what it came down to. He wasn't there for me when I had an attack. He left me in the hospital in the emergency room so that my sister and mother could come and be with me and keep me company because he had excuses that I just did not tolerate. And at my worst moment when I landed in the hospital, not once did he come and see me. The time that my mother took care of me, not once. If he came, it was only for a short time. What kind of a man is that? Now, people, I'm going to... I'm going to tell you something, speaking from experience, because it hurts, okay? When someone in your life is battling an illness, whatever illness that may be, or some type of a personal crisis, you would think that the person in your life will be there with you 100%. There are some men that will do that. They will be with their loved ones because they think, hey, look, I love her so much. I don't want to lose her. I'm going to help her get through this. And then there are some men that don't want to, don't want to because either they're ashamed, they're afraid, or they just don't care. And in this case, he didn't care. And my mother was saying to me, I don't like him. Right off the bat, he's, he's hurting you. But she didn't know the kind of hurt he was giving me. I was only telling her a part truth. I didn't tell her exactly what happened. But he did hurt me. He hurt me emotionally, physically, verbally. He attacked me when I couldn't fight back. That's when he got at me. And even before, it was the same thing. Why did I stay with him for so long? Because I thought maybe he would change. He would see that what he was doing to me was wrong. But I, nothing happened. He was the way he was. And when he got drunk, it was even worse. Because he would attack me left and right. Call me every name he could think of. And then even when I got better and I had no breast, he didn't want to go near me. He thought I had some kind of a disease that he might get. How sad is that? My mother said to me, you know what? In this day and age, in your lifetime, you are such a beautiful young woman. You will find your Prince Charming. I said, Mom, how do you know this? Trust me, you will find your Prince Charming. Mothers know these things. And when you get to be a mother one day, you can tell that to your daughter. Trust me on that. I'm telling you, you will, f and you will know, you will know. Let me tell you something. Give me an example with, with your father. He pursued me, okay? We grew up with each other. Our families knew one another. He's, she said my family accepted him. They loved him. They knew right away that at one point down the line that if he asks you to marry him and you say yes, that was it. They welcomed him in the family. He was already a member of the family. My father is kind of like the man that I'm in love with now. Has similar qualities, okay? Which is a good thing. You know, hardworking, passionate, romantic, driven, focused, determined, and everything in between. And he says, that's the kind of man you should be focusing on. Not who you have now, 
that ex of yours, the guy that, that is just, he, he hurt you, and I know he's hurting you. I don't know how she knew that. I never said anything, but I think she figured out. I used to cry all the time. I used to come over and spend more time with her than I did at, at the place because he was never home. And when he was home, he was drunk. So she, she knew how depressed I was. And at one point I was gonna take my own life. She goes, don't you ever say that to me again. You are my daughter, I love you. No man is worth that. Do you understand that? You are gonna hurt yourself because of over one man? Come on, you will find your Prince Charming. It may not be right away, but you will find him. I guarantee later in life, you will find him. And when you do, you will know it will be the right time. My mother was amazing in that she knew. I don't know how she knew. She just knew. And I said to myself, Mom, thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. Because you are going to beat this disease. That's number one. I'm not letting you die. I'm not letting you die. I cannot live without you. I cannot live without you. You're my youngest daughter. I love you so much. I love you with all my heart. I want what's best for you. I want the happiness that you deserve. I want you to get married. I want you to have a family. I want you to have a good life with a good man. And he will appear. And you will thank me. You will thank me when that happens, if I'm still alive. But unfortunately, meeting this, the love of my life now and loving him and, and we have all this passion for one another. She hasn't met him. She was gone. She died five years ago. And I was 46 at the time and I said, and I was miserable because I didn't seem to have any luck when it came to men. Every man that I had in my life was bad for me. This one, though, is a thousand times better than all of the exes. A thousand times better. Because we have a bond that cannot be broken. We have love that no one can take away from us. We have that. We have that. That's not impossible to come by. You can achieve that. Again, you just have to know who the person is that you're after. And in a way, we clicked. He found me. I found him. And we started getting closer and closer. And when the day when he finally comes, I will be a happy, happy person. I think we both will be happy. I know we'll be happy. Because that's what I want out of life. I want happiness. I want everything that everybody else has, but I want it to be different for me and him. And in a way, it's kind of like a love story that you would see on, on television, you know. A happily ever after. Because that's how my mother and father had a happily ever after marriage. They were married for over 50 years, but they didn't get a chance to grow old together. So my father, my father passed away. So, but my mom held the family. She fell apart in the first few years, but she got herself back up again because she knew that my father would be disappointed if she gave up. She held it together. That's why I said she's an amazing woman. She helped me through my darkest hours. She made me realize that life is important. Why would you stop living because of one person? Look at me. And she says, I want you to tell me one th I want to tell you one thing. You will find that love you will hold on to him. If you know he's good for you and he loves you and he will stick around with you, he'll be there for you, and the same applies from you to him, then all of us, you know, you know that that's the love that you're going to have. Both of you 
have something in common, which we do. If you look at our stories, yes, our stories are similar, similar. Because if you've been in relationships in the past that have not gone anywhere, then you try to figure out, is it me? No, might be the other person, or maybe it's the fact that it just didn't work out. But when you find the right person, because there's always a right person for everybody. I've been told, that it's been drilled in my head, and I've been asked the many questions over the years as I was getting older. When are you gonna settle down? When are you gonna have, I have to find someone. And at the time, after getting out of those three failed relationships, I was scared to go back into a, into a relationship because I was afraid I was gonna get hurt again. But I opened up my heart, and so far, I'm just happy that I have someone right but when I saw that movie, it just hit close to home. It just paralleled my life. The only difference was I survived. She didn't. But the scene in the movie that really made me cry was they were laying in bed at night. He had his arms around her, which I thought, oh my God, that's so nice. And then at one point in the morning, they woke up and he got out of bed. She was still in that position. I'm like, I think she's dead. As a matter of fact, I, I, I knew that for a fact, she's dead. Because if you're not, if you're in that position for a period of time and you don't move, and that's similar to with my mother too. When my mother, when I slept with her the next, slept with her in the night, she didn't move, she was in the same position. Her, it, her breathing was very rapid on the side of her neck. It was like kind of going back and forth. There was a vein popping out of her neck that was like, but she hadn't moved. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. A part of me panicked. And I saw something come out of her side of her mouth. I'm like, she's dying. But the difference was, I didn't let her die at home. They put her in the ambulance and her heart had stopped. It came back again, brought her into the emergency room and they did what they did. But I blame myself for that. I still blame myself for that. I shouldn't, but I do. Because a part of me wanted her to have a peaceful, a peaceful goodbye. Not a goodbye where you're at the hospital and you've got people surrounding you and they're trying to save your life and there's all this chaos and you don't have enough time to say goodbye to your loved ones. You just don't. Because the hospital to me is just not the place. But when I saw the scene in that movie, I literally broke down and I had nightmare from it. Not even a nightmare, it was a parallel to my own life. And when you have someone, I'll be there with you to step every way, this and that, I love you, let's, let's do this together. And then they thought that she was going to get better, and she didn't. And in the end, it was horrible, trying to wake up the person that you love, and, they're, and then not being able to stay in the house that they were in, which it paralleled my life, too, with my mother. At some point, I didn't want to stay here, but I had no choice, because... But for a long time, I slept on the sofa for six months. I could not go into that room. I couldn't. It was just, it, I just felt the presence in there, but the presence wasn't of a peaceful presence. It was like her spirit was still lingering. But anyway, so I have somebody in my life right now who I love and I adore. I adore with all my heart. I love him so much, and, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm be so happy when he physically comes here. And we can start our lives because that's what I want. I don't want anything else. I told him many times, I'm gonna be so happy when you come, when I see you finally. Because talking and texting is fine and video and, and all that, but 
it doesn't have the same effect as physically being with a person. So I want to physically be with him. I want to physically see his face. I want to feel him and touch him and hold him. And I want all of those things for myself. I just want unconditional love. The type of love you'd only see on TV. But you know, you can have that in real life. It's not just on in the movies. <laughs> it's not just in the movies. It can happen in real life. It just has to be with the right person. So everybody, don't give up. You're going to find your Prince Charming. I never thought I would. When I was a little girl, I actually believed that that would happen. But then they say, oh, that's a fairy tale. No, not really. Because there are people out there that are like Prince Charming, um, in a sense. Like my father was a perfect example, you know, and I revered him. But with the day that he died, my life just kind of collapsed. And everything that I went through with the jackass just made it think that I didn't have a chance in this world because of his constant bad-mouthing of me, saying, uh, you know, oh, you're not going to have anybody who's going to love you. Nobody's going to want you. I mean, hurtful things. Why would you say that to me? I don't deserve love like everybody else. How dare you say that to me? He didn't care. He wanted me gone. That's basically what it came down to. I lived. He wasn't happy. I said, you know what people do? Normal people just break away. That's what normal people do. Not end someone's life because you can't stand to be around them. If I repulse you, if I make you that ashamed of me that you don't want to be around me, I will break up with you. And I did. I walked out and I went back to my mother because I couldn't take it. But she saw how depressed I was over the years. She made me believe that you are beautiful, you're attractive. Make yourself believe it. Go in that mirror and affirm yourself. Get rid of all the negative voices, all the things that all these men have told you that you were. They don't exist anymore. Focus on the man that you have now in your life because he tells you you're beautiful, you're strong, you're independent, you're kind, you're sweet. You're all of those things and you know you're all of those things. Take that to heart. You have someone in your life that will love you forever and that's a good thing and I want that for you and, I, and, and promise me that you will, when you get married, you will go where your husband goes. The life that you make together will be wherever it's going to be. Whether it's here over over where he's at, it doesn't matter. As long as you guys are together, that's all that matters. I want that measure of happiness. I, my soul will rest when I know the church will take well taken care of. That's it. That's all I have to say on that. But again, when you watch a movie, it parallels your life. It's sometimes they do movies based off of real life situations. And that was a real life situation. The only difference was she had her happily ever after, but she died. I did not have my happily ever after, but I survived. See how it is backwards? But anyway, so I'm just going to say a prayer for all of you who are still praying for the love of your life because I already have him through the grace of God. Just think of it this way. If I hadn't fought and I would be gone, we would not have connected. I, I told him that. He's even said it himself. Just think, lucky to have you in my life. I'm lucky to be in his life. We are lucky to be with each other. Because again, if I wouldn't have fought, I would have given up a long time ago. This wouldn't have happened. So by the grace of God, bringing me my life, second chance at life, and the chance of a lifetime for someone that loves me unconditionally and cherishes me. And, and, and every single day, I thank God. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Let's say the Lord's Prayer for everybody out there who's wishing that type of happiness. Because you will it will come. You just have to be patient. Our Father, who art in heaven... 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. So I'm going to say, God bless all of you. Take care.